Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. Do you want your money to dream big? Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money doesn't work hard enough? Don't worry. Betterment is here to help. Betterment is the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Their automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal, rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line, and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words, your money is breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Monday, July 18th, and I hope you uh, had a great weekend and you ate your Wheaties or whatever else, your your overnight oats or what have you. Mark, I'm in a very good mood as we uh, record this because I had a pasta fest last night. It is I'm really carbo-loading lately, but I went to this new restaurant in the Hudson Yards area of New York City, and I cannot wait to bring you there because it was delicious. Ci siamo. It was fantastic. Uh, and I think I'm always happier when I have pasta. I just, I'm going to put it out there. I love my protein, but oh boy, good pasta. It can put you in a great mood. It might also put you to sleep, but you know. Mark, are you anti-carbs? No, you like your carbs. Are you kidding me? No, I'll take pasta over protein any day of the week. I know. And we got to fatten you up anyway. All right. This is the program that is not about nutrition, but it is about your financial nutrition. What are you putting into that monthly budget? What are you pulling out? We can help you out. All you need to do is go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. Let us know if you would come on the air with us live. We'd love to have you. Today, we are joined by Lisa, who's in Houston. Lisa, is it hot there in Texas? Oh my gosh, yes. We've got record temperatures, you know, over 100 every day. Oh my, do you just not go out? Uh, I try to limit it, that's for sure. Oh my gosh, that is rough. I mean, and Houston's not one of those places like in the Southwest where they're like, oh, it's a dry heat. It's moist in Houston. So I, I feel for you, girl. I feel for you. That's right. You could drown when you step outside. Ay-yi-yi. Tell me what's going on. How can we help you out? Well, so I have a question about my mother's finances. Mm -hmm. She is um, just turned 93 a couple months ago and uh, was doing pretty well, actually, living on her own and just has taken a a nosedive here in the last couple of months. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've actually had to move her into uh, memory care. And so I've taken over her finances and I just, um, I'm looking for a little guidance to be sure I do the right things. Okay. So your father is no longer alive? He passed away over 30 years ago now. Oh my gosh. Okay. So what happened to your mom's house? So she um, was living in a senior community. So she, she had her own home in the community. And what I'm learning about that is um, 
technically, I guess she does not own the home. She pays a what a, a license, um, an occupancy agreement okay. to live there. Um, and so when we're done moving her out and they re, I'll say lease it, where they release it, mm-hmm. she gets a portion of that fee back. So that'll be, um, I, I think, around $50,000. Okay. Tell us about what else mom, I, I'm, I'm just going to sort of put that as like, push that aside. But w- does mom have other money that's set aside that's helping you pay for the memory care? So she does. So she has an annual income of about $57,000 a year. That's Social Security, pension, annuities, things like that. Okay. Um, and then she does have, um, she's got a little cash sitting in checking. She has uh, a couple of IRAs with a small balance. And How much is a, the cash right now? So she has um, about $17,000 in cash. Okay. And the IRAs? Uh, she has one that's um, uh, around 63000 And then the other one is an annuity um, with about a $19,000 balance. But that's not the annuity that she's getting. It, that has not been annuitized. In other words, you said $57,000 a year in Social Security pension and annuities. Is that the same? Is that one and the same, those two annuities that you're referencing? I'm hesitating. Um, you know, they must be different because this one carries a balance and the okay. other one um, I know does not. How much is the memory care unit on a monthly basis? So right now it's $5,000 a month. Right and, now? What does that mean right now? Well, well, so I'm just anticipating that as her um, needs for care grow, Mm. So will that requirement. So I, I've been planning at 6000 a month, but but okay. our contract with them is for 5000 Do you have other siblings? I do. I have a brother and sister who both live closer to her. She's in Nashville. Um, I'm just, I'm the oldest is why I've got my hands on the money. And your brother and sister, they're, they can, you know, obviously put eyes on her. That's a little bit easier, right? Right. Okay, right. great. So um, at this point, the IRAs, are they invested or are they in cash right now? Uh, they are invested. So one's with Fidelity and the other one is a, a, a life insurance annuity. And is that annuity, the life insurance one, is it the kind that looks like it has, it almost looks like it has mutual funds inside of it or is it a fixed rate one? I believe it's a fixed rate one. Okay. That would be better for her purposes. So who was managing this Fidelity account? Was your mom? Were you? What, what was happening with it? She had some guidance from um, an advisor years ago when she set it up, mm-hmm. and then it, it just um, hasn't been touched since. Okay. Right now, the cash coming in is essentially paying for her needs. That's in right. Terms of the 57000 Until the moment that you need to spend more than $5,000 a month, if there's anything extra coming in from your mom, just if that fifty-seven is just a tiny bit more than she needs, just keep putting it in the cash account. When she has to take her required minimum distribution, which she has to do every year, right? Just take that money and put it in the cash account. That's it. Just keep adding. Just build that cash account up, okay? If the money comes in from the senior community, goes into the cash account. Ideally, what I'd love is that if you had like all of this money eventually lands in your cash account. And you, you know, we're talking six months or a year from now and you're like, okay, it's still $5,000 a month. We're building up cash. Isn't this stupid? I'm going to say, yes, it's stupid. Don't worry. Keep it in cash. 
Because at this point, the most risk that you should take on behalf of your mother for this, let's call it, um, let's say by 120000 or so, presuming the senior community money comes in, is maybe just some CDs. That's it. This is money we know you're going to have to spend. Okay. Well, so and let me clarify. Um, I'm sorry because we I, I didn't I didn't specifically mention this. She does have a brokerage account, oh, and um, she yes. she has a, she has uh, today. It's about six hundred seventy thousand dollars in there. That is what we call in our business bearing the lead. So your mom is definitely not going to actually be able to qualify for any sort of Medicaid. How's that money invested? Yeah, so it's invested in a number of mutual funds as well as individual stocks. You know, some fairly, I'd say, blue chip stocks that are are income producing. Is there a person that is associated with giving advice that you are now talking to? Uh, yes, and as a matter of fact, I do have uh, you know the financial um, power of attorney there. Okay, so now they know you're in charge, right? Yes, they do. And so, so let me let me clarify this though. So I mean, in terms of of in the end game, from an inheritance standpoint, uh, the IRA would be taxable to her heirs. Yes, and she may be in a lower tax bracket than the three of you guys. I don't know. Are you guys are you guys all rich? <laughs> we're, no, we're not rich, but she is in a lower tax bracket. In that case, what you could do is you could say, um, have her take the money out of the IRA account and pay the tax that's due. Um, even if she were to do that right now, if we said, uh, let's see, mom has $57,000 a year in income. How much income was, do you happen to have her tax returns? I'm trying to figure out how much income was generated from the $600,000 account. Uh, maybe, uh, let's see, maybe around 12000 a year. Okay. But, so, but I'm counting that. I'm sorry. I'm counting that in the 57000 a year. Okay. Okay. Then that's great. So then what I would say is this, let's pull the money out of the IRA account this year. It will increase her taxable income. Big deal, right? No big deal at all, right? So we're just going to add to her taxable income. And then you don't really have to deal with required minimum distributions anyway after that. So now that money can just go into her cash account. And for the annuity, you said the annuity is a retirement annuity, meaning it's a qualified annuity. Is that right? That's right. I mean, you could just take everything out. You could take the money out of the IRA. You can take the money out of the annuity. You could either, you don't even need the income. Let's just take the whole, those, that, those two chunks out of retirement environments, right? And now she's going to add this, you know, $82,000 to her income. It will push her top bracket up to 24% as a single woman. You pay the tax that's due. Now, all that money is available. I would literally put that in the cash account. And now she has, now I've got my hundred grand in cash, which is really what I want for you guys. Then the $600,000 brokerage, you probably don't need to touch that anytime soon. Because, you know, at this point, I mean, there is some, there may be some harvesting of tax gains and losses that should occur, but that's sort of a separate story. But for, for, Cash needs, once you have that hundred grand in the account, you're good. And if the senior community 50 grand comes out, I don't know how that's taxed. Do you know how it's taxed, Lisa? I have no idea. Um, I mean, I given that it's, it's a rebate of a fee that she paid, 
Hmm. So it shouldn't be income, should it? I No, I don't think it would be income. I was just wondering, some of these places treat it as a capital gain or loss because of the money she probably had to put up. But anyway, let's find out what the... Find out if there's any tax liability. I would ask the community that question. They'll know, right? So let's find out that. Then let's drain all of the retirement accounts out and let's pay the tax that's due. Done. Now we're super. We're in great shape. Now we got this hundred grand at the, you know, let's see in um, maybe when you have this hundred grand, Lisa, let's buy some CDs. You know, let's go to... uh, Go to depositaccounts.com or go to your bank and just some of the money, not a lot, like keep 50 grand liquid, but maybe put another 50 grand in some longer term CDs, put a little money away and just make a three year CD. That's about it. Nothing crazy. One, two, three year CD. Now, the brokerage account. This is going to be also an interesting question because we, you know, ideally, if you, don't need to touch it, and your mother were to die with that, you guys would inherit this $600,000 and you'd get a step up in cost basis. Meaning whatever is in there, whatever she bought from a zillion years ago, the date of death valuation would be the cost basis that you inherit from her. That would be ideal in terms of estate planning. It really would be. And that's, yeah, it it gets split between the three of us. Okay. And all three of you are in good enough shape right now that you can wait. There's no one who's, you, neither your brother nor your sister are in a situation where they need any money right this second, right? Uh, you know, I think that my, my brother might be able to use uh, a little. If he needs a little help and things start moving downhill, maybe, what I would suggest is that when the money comes in from the senior community, that you would use that chunk of money to help him out a little bit. You might say, hey, you know what, bro? I get it. You know, you need, you would like some of this money now. Here comes $16,000 to you in 2022. We'll give you another 16000 in 23. And you're just going to get that much less when the brokerage account is div- divvied up later. Okay. So basically the gifting limit is yeah. what you're suggesting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, do you think he needs much more than that? That's um, a big chunk of moolah. If he got like 32 grand over the next, you know, eight months, that'd be a lot, right? Yeah, I would think so. I'm okay. sure that would be helpful. Okay. I think that's it. Now, all of her estate documents are set up now. So you already have the power of attorney. If you do anything like that, where you're doing a little hokey pokey gifting and all that kind of stuff, where one is favored over the other, just make sure that there is a written record. It would even be great if the lawyer could just say, hey, we're just making a side letter that this is happening. Okay, right. And maybe maybe be sure my sister acknowledges it. Yes, indeed. Okay. We do not like the graveside fight over money. It's okay. a very, very ugly thing. Although I hear many of those things happen. All right, Lisa, what else is going on? What else do we need to worry about? I think that takes care of it. This is this has been super helpful. I just wanted to be sure I position things properly and, and you've given me several things to follow up on. Absolutely. You keep in touch with us. Let us know if you find out some I'm interested in a couple of things. One, senior community is this taxable. Number two, when you pull the money out of the retirement accounts, just stay in cash a little bit. On the brokerage stuff, if for some reason in that brokerage account, there's a bond that comes due, right? Or there's um, an individual stock that is really underwater and the broker calls you up one day and says, um, hey, Lisa, this stock stinks. I want to get rid of it. What I want you to be clear about, the direction you give this broker is 
whatever you do, I want it to be tax neutral. So if you take a loss, I want you to take an, a gain so that we are, we do want to stockpile some cash for her in case she really does need more money than we're anticipating right now. Mm-hmm. So and, and just to be clear by that, you're suggesting, you know, if we if we sell something and take that loss, that we should also sell something and take a gain. to offset. Correct. That's okay. correct. Okay. Exactly right. All right. Yeah. Well, you're thank you so much. Oh, good luck. I'm so sorry about the situation. It's terrible. It really is. But you're being a good daughter. It sounds like the three of you got this. You got a game plan. So good luck and keep in touch with us. Let us know if there's anything else we can do. All right. All right. Thank you. All right. If you've got a $600,000 brokerage account that you just forgot to tell me about, don't forget. I love those kinds of accounts. And if you need help managing your parents' finances, if you need some assistance trying to kind of figure out the next best move for someone who's got a huge change in their lives, we want to help you out. Just go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air, and we would be happy to help you. All right, so uh, just do me a favor, lift someone up today, do something nice, okay? It'll make that person feel better, it will make you feel better. Grit, growth, grace, thank you for listening, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.